You're listening to the Musical Ear podcast, where musicians from all backgrounds learn to play music by ear. My name's Julian Bradley, I have a master's degree in music, and I want to guide you through the same steps as I went through to succeed at ear training. Now, if you're new to the podcast, it's important for you to know that I teach all ear training within the same key, which means that we transcribe every song in the same key and we ignore the keys of the original songs. So I call this fixed key learning. And by taking this approach, you'll learn to spot the common melodic shapes and the common chord progressions quickly and easily. It removes the distraction of constantly changing keys, which is what stops most musicians from learning to play music by ear and keeps them confused in general when it comes to music theory. So throughout this podcast and all of my ear training teaching, we will be transcribing every song in the key of C minor, which is the same key as E flat major. So C minor, E flat major. Just to get warmed up, we're going to transcribe all of these in C minor. There's going to be chords and melody. And the first song, just a simple song, is going to be the riff from Linkin Park, uh, In The End. Uh, just because it's a simple song that uses some common shapes. Yeah, okay, so some people already know this riff, but don't look at the comments if, if you want to do this on your own. So to start with, I'm going to play the, the melody. We're going to focus on the melody first, and then we'll do the chords second. So we're in the key of C minor. I want you to come up with a theory as to which notes I'm playing in the melody. So first of all, I'll just play it a few times. So let's tackle the first interval. Da, 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 da. Can anyone tell me what interval that is? It starts with one thing. That's right, Grace. Da, da. So you could tr you could tackle this interval on its own with just two notes. Da, da. But the way I tend to do it is I tend to bridge the gap between the two notes. Da, 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 da. So here, yes, it's a fifth. And I did it by singing a minor triad. Da, 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 da. Because we know that a minor triad makes a fifth. The bottom note to the top note is going to be a fifth. So our first interval is a fifth. How about the second note? Da, 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 da. Exactly, it's some sort of third. So, so within the fifth, actually, can you can you hear? It's basically just a minor triad. So, this melody starts on the root, which is C, goes up a fifth to which note? That's correct, to G, and comes down to the minor third which is E flat. Yes, it's just arpeggiating the one chord, which is C minor within our key. C, G, G, E flat. How about this note? So E flat. 
Yes, it's a D. Can you hear that it goes down a half step? And the other thing about this is that if we have a... Th because to begin with, it's just a theory that we think it starts on the root going up to the fifth, going down to the minor third. And then when we hear that there's a half step here, which would be E flat, going to D... Well, that confirms that our theory is probably correct because there's a half step just where we know there should be a half step within the minor scale. So at this point, we've become quite certain that we have the right notes. C, G, G, E flat, D, 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 E flat. And then it's just repeated notes from there. So we have the melody down. Now let's switch our focus to the chords. What would be a logical guess for the first chord? If we're in C minor, which chord do you think we're going to start on? Well, it's very normal for music to start on the one chord of the scale. So yes, uh, Milo or Milos C minor is correct. And this is very normal for music that's in the minor scale. It's often it's going to start on the minor one chord. So if we know that this first chord is C minor, that means that the bass note is going to be the root of the chord, which is C. So the way we're going to transcribe this chord progression is by listening to the bass line. Don't worry so much about the chords above, just focus on the bass note. Can you tell me which bass notes I'm playing in this chord progression? that it's just going down in step, going down and coming back up in step. So what are these bass notes? This is a C, goes to which note? You've got it. So it's C, B flat, A flat, B flat. Now from these bass notes we can figure out what the chords are above. So these are going to be the root notes of the chords above. C is going to be C minor. And how do we know if it's a major or a minor chord? Well, it just depends on the chords that are found within our key of C minor. So the one chord, if we build a stack of thirds from C and we stay within the notes of C minor scale, it's going to give us an E flat and a G, which is going to be a minor chord. Let's do the same for B flat. Is it going to be a B flat major or a B flat minor chord? Stack of thirds within our key. It's going to give us D natural and F natural. That's going to be a major chord. Yes, angel. Exactly, spot on. Now let's do the same for A flat. A flat up a third within C minor scale. It's going to be C. E flat, that's going to be A flat major. So those are our chords and then we have a repeat of the B flat major. And now we've transcribed the whole thing. So we have the chord progression which is C minor, B flat major, 
A flat major and B flat major. If you're enjoying this episode and you think I deserve it, I'd really appreciate a five-star review in iTunes. Just search for The Musical Ear in iTunes and leave your rating. So thank you for your rating and let's head back to the piano. Do you want to transcribe the, the chorus now? Because the chords change. How about the melody? Any theories as to what these notes are within C minor? Even if you don't know what the, chord, the notes are yet, you can hear that there's a lot of repeated notes, so once we figure out the first few notes, it's going to unlock the whole melody. So we don't have to figure out 16 notes or however many notes there are, we only have to figure out about four notes. So can you hear? There's a very colourful note in this group of notes. This colour, this tonal colour, is a very um, strong tonal colour, very unusual, unique tonal colour. And only a certain note within our key of C minor has this colour. What does this sound like? hear this tonal colour in other songs like Cry Me A River. Another song that uses this. People are guessing this, it's the ninth, which within our C minor key is D natural. And that's quite unusual for a diatonic pop song. The ninth is quite a colourful sort of jazz extension, but it really works in this song, so... If we now know that this colour is the ninth, the minor ninth, it's a D natural, what does that tell us about the rest of the, the notes? So... D... I can't sing that high. D... So we know that this is a D. Can you track the rest of the melody? D. Okay, so what are these first few notes? G, B flat, C, D. Yes, it's G, B flat, C, and D. G. Sort of goes out of my singing range, but. So that makes this chord, which is a C minor chord,
makes it a C minor 9 chord because it has this colourful note in the melody. And then it was a repeated note. D, 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 B flat, B flat, B flat. What were those three notes? Well, it's just running up in step within our key of C minor, so what are the notes? B flat, that's it, C and D. It's not gonna be B flat, B natural and C sharp because those are notes outside the key. We now know where we are within our, our key. So now it becomes quite easy to just go up in step and down in step. And we don't have to be as precise now as to whether it's a half step or a whole step or a minor third or a major third because we know where we are within the key and we know what the notes of C minor scale are. So we're just going up the notes in C minor scale. It's gonna be B flat, C, D. What note's that? And we're also hearing a half step here in the exact location that there should be a half step within our key, which is E flat, going to D. And we've basically transcribed it now. I can uh, probably show you me playing the notes. So uh, we just transcribed the melody. There was a lot of repeated notes there. And uh, we could just look at the chords quickly to the chorus because the chords changed. Starts on a C minor again. Listen to the bass line. What are these bass notes? C. Tackle the first interval. That's C to E flat, that's correct, Leonard. So E flat would indicate what type of chord in C minor scale? It's going to be E flat major within our key because if you build a stack of thirds, yes, that's correct. Stack of thirds from the notes of our key of C minor, built from E flat is gonna give you an E flat major chord. So C minor, E flat major. What's this chord? says B, B natural. Well, is there a B natural in C minor scale? There's not a B natural in C minor scale, so we can probably hear, though, 
that it's a note below the C, because we just heard a C. And what is a note below C is going to be B flat within our key. So B flat in the bass is going to be which chord above? Is it going to be B flat minor? No, Milos, you're correct, it's B flat major. And then the last note is this. What note in the bass? Miles says G. G says G sharp. Is there a G sharp in C minor scale? There's not a G sharp. This is there's a G natural. There's an A flat though in C minor scale. If we if we spell the notes correctly, because there can only be one type of G, one type of A, one type of B, and we've already used the G for the natural G, so it has to be an A flat. And you're correct though. That's the note that I'm playing. It's a G sharp or an A flat, but correctly spelt as an A flat. And what type of chord does an A flat indicate above? Build a stack of thirds within our key of C minor. It's going to be A flat major, yes, Josu, that's correct. So here are our chords C minor, E flat major, B flat major, and A flat major. And these are what I call the four pop chords. I mean, most pop songs are built mostly of these four chords. So, we transcribed the whole song, uh, Linkin Park, in the end, we, we started with the riff. What were those two notes? What interval is that? That's correct, Miles, it's a half step. So as soon as we identify a half step, well, where can that be within our key? It can only be two places. It can't be C to D anymore. It can't be F to G anymore. It can't be most places. It can only be two places suddenly. Within our key, there are just two half step locations. Could either be D and E flat, or it could be G and A flat, Miles, you're correct, it's G and A flat. How do we know it's that location? Well, we just heard the other half step. We'd already identified that this was D and E flat. So when we hear the melody go up by roughly a third, we know that that has to be G and A flat within our key. Then it goes into a rap, so there's no notes for the rap. And then the chorus, C minor, nine.
just the four pop chords, and then a lot of repeated notes in the melody. Now if you enjoy this sort of ear training and you want more, I'd like to invite you to watch my free ear training video series over at themusicalear.com. You can sign up for free and you'll receive four videos by email from me over the next few days. To sign up for free, go to themusicalear.com forward slash podcast. That's it for this one. Thank you for listening and I will see you in the next episode. <laughs>